This is Solidarity News on Radio Labour. This is a Radio Labour report recorded on Thursday, January 26, 2023. I'm Mark Boulanger. When the war in Ukraine started in February 2022, thousands of seafarers were on their vessels away from their families. Immediately, the European Transport Workers Federation, the ETF, and the International Transport Workers Federation, the ITF, began to organize assistance. I talked to Jacqueline Smith about the role of the ETF and the ITF in Ukraine. Ms. Smith is the ITF's maritime coordinator. I reached her in her office in London. Ms. Smith, when the war in Ukraine started, many seafarers were on their vessels while their families were in cities being attacked by the Russian Federation. Do you have any idea how many Ukrainian seafarers were outside the country when all this started? Uh, Ukrainian seafarers are probably the fifth largest labor-providing country in the world. So I would say that they might have been around 20,000 to 50,000. That's a lot of people. There's a lot of seafarers. What did the ITF and unions do to help? The unions contacted us and we tried to help evacuate the families from those areas that were under attack. So we quickly, together with ITF Seafarers Trust, organized logistics so that they could be bused away from those areas into safer areas and then later on, fly out of the country to Romania. But there was also not Ukrainian seafarers, but international seafarers that were stuck on ships in Ukrainian ports. We had registered about 103 vessels that were stuck in Ukrainian ports, and that was about 1,500 international seafarers, the seafarers from all over the world, India, Sri Lanka, Philippines, that we were trying to assist to leave the country at the same time. The ETF and the ITF established a fund to help transport workers in Ukraine. How much has been raised and what have the funds been used for? So originally it was the European Transport Workers Federation that established a fund and then the ITF decided to establish a fund as well. So it was logical for the two organizations to do a joint fund. And this was uh, agreed in April in, in 2022 and half of the money has come from the International Transport Federation. And the remainder has come from either the ETF or the Soviets. And it's about uh, 400,000 pounds has, uh, has been raised and spent. And what we've used the funds for, first and foremost, because we established also an advisory board of the three UK Ukrainian affiliates. So uh, MTWTU, which is our seafarers affiliate, and then two rail affiliates. And each of the leaders in, in those unions were a member of the advisory board. And, and it was agreed that we would focus on humanitarian goods. So it would be food packages, uh, sanitary items, children's packages you know, with uh, drying materials. It was also what they needed immediately. It was solar batteries, generators, water filters, waterproof socks, and heaters, especially coming into wintertime. How can unions and their members contribute to that fund? So we sent out circulars to the affiliates of where they can contribute the funds, that they can send that into a, a bank account in the ITF. 
we will be sending out again because uh, we've we have used the funds we have used the money that we've raised so far and that's been the intent of it so we want to try to raise more so that's our website and we've also sent circuits to our affiliates you attended a meeting held in ukraine recently one of the topics of that meeting was the children of transport workers tell us about that what was decided well, often when we think of how what we can do to help in these types of warlike situations, we think about you know, the material needs. And one of the issues that was raised is the trauma that war has on children and the need to support them to work through that trauma. And that's it. Labor news you can use. Thank you for listening. And remember, it's all about global solidarity.